It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This is The Run Home feature interview. Thanks to Mick Delivery. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba! Here's our feature interview today. We're lucky to be joined by a Leinster and Irish legend, Isaac Boss. Bossy, great to have you on the program. We'll celebrate that Irish victory uh, with you shortly in Ireland ending France's 14-match winning streak. But first, happy Valentine's Day. You're much of a romantic yourself. Uh, nah, just sitting here with the dog, actually. And uh, <laughs> I probably feel like um, like a lot of uh, wives at home, he's been trapped inside, so farting away and not too, uh, not too impressed with things. So sounds like a lot of people that might not be at work back home with their wives and they're not impressed either. Uh, bossy. Uh, brilliant to have you on the show uh, to talk Valentine's and Six Nations. Six Nations, unbelievable weekend. Uh, Kirst touched on it. The, the blockbuster game, Ireland and France. Uh, still, after watching that, the two best teams going around, you reckon? Yeah, it was actually a really good quality game, wasn't it? Especially that first half. Um, yeah. And they're playing some quite exciting rugby. What uh, really probably impressed me more, I thought France might have finished it off. Now, it was in Dublin, so that's you know, it is a hard place to win. And I think you notice with the, the Six Nations how hard it is to actually um, beat anybody at home. But, uh, yeah, probably one of the main talking points, I thought, was um, Johnny Sexton went off with 30 mm. minutes to go and the game was a one score, but they managed to close out. And, uh, yeah, so they're starting to develop a real depth around them and, um, and they're looking looking very, very strong. Yeah, Ireland, uh, yeah, it was great. Great rugby all around, I thought. Surely this Irish side really is the real deal now, Bossy. Beaver keeps uh, being pessimistic, saying, no, they'll fall at the hurdle come World Cup time. They just don't have that World Cup winning experience yet. But after what you are seeing, how are they not favourites heading into the World Cup? Yeah, I think, well, it's, it's one of those um, one of those double-edged swords, is it? No one sort of wants to be favourites. Um, and uh, they've got South Africa in their pool. We know we've got France. We're all on the same side. So you get, you're going to have the best nations in the world knocking each other out. Uh, this, in some ways, you'd rather lose one now than come into... Uh, the World Cup, which quite happens quite often, you know, France first time they've lost in 14 games, but Ireland have won I think 15 in a row now at um, uh, at the Aviva Stadium as well. So uh, yeah, I was down, it was right down to the end. I, I think they're still, I think they're looking red hot favourites, you know, um, for it. They can't, they can't argue it. They like being the underdog. They like telling mm. people that as well. Uh, I think they're still trying to put them down. Uh, themselves down as that and coming under the radar, but they're not coming under the radar at all. They've got great depth. And interestingly enough, they're under 20s and looking like they're going to do a grand slam in the under 20s competition that goes simultaneously with the, the Six Nations at the moment. They won it last year and they look like they're going to win it again this year and they're looking very, very strong as well. So they've got depth across the board. Wow. Bossy, watching, watching Ireland the weekend uh, and I guess under Joe Schmidt, they were a very organised, detailed team, but it's it's interesting. You watch them in the weekend, and I'd say they are vet, and then some. Even now, that first try, for example, was off a kick, a kick from France, one ruck, and it was a planned, structured play without a shadow of a doubt. You don't just do that off the cuff, um, but it was beautiful to watch. Their organisation under Farrell. Where's all this coming from? 
Yeah, I think they've just um, they had the foundations there, and that move obviously is a stocks down move that we've been doing for the last ten years. But they just brought it in, in a different um, facet of play. It's usually off a set piece or something like that. They've brought it into their counter and and working towards it. But um, look, I I totally agree with you. They've they've gone physically. I think they've gone to a new level. They're they're very strong. They're winning all the collisions, but they're also doing it at a pace that. You you can't keep up with, which is, I think that's the, the biggest issue. That's It looks like off the cuff, it's quite, uh, uh, cuff is quite structured still, but they're all known exactly where they are. Their, their props are playing ball players like, you know, that you would only put down to what New Zealand would um, in the past, you know, and they're all doing it at high speed, right on the advantage line and things like that. So I think they're just narrowing those margins right at the point of contact while still keeping their, their pace about the game, which is, has been pretty good to watch, to be honest. You mentioned the fact that the four top nations in the world are going to cross over. What did we learn about France for that opening pool match between the All Blacks and, and France? Yeah, I think um, France are always going to be there or thereabouts. And uh, I know, B, you'll be the same um, when you've played them. They, they always threaten to pull away sometimes and never do, but they also threaten to get beaten and never do. They, they like bringing it down to a to an arm wrestle and they can win that way. I think it will come down to a score or two, um, It'll just be for them. I think it'll be, you know, the pressure of the first match. Whoever will lose that first match might be a blessing in disguise for them. You know, so um, I think they've got a bit of depth too. They're, um some of their players have been absolutely awesome for them the last couple of years. Like Dupont's been a little bit quiet the last couple of um, couple of games. Not as usual game breaking self. I think um, they've got an exciting back three um, with some. Some new talent out there as well, but they're going to. It's the size of them. You can you still play at pace. I think is what what's going to beat France. Yeah, watching that on the weekend, certainly the French look like they fatigued. I I thought Intermac didn't really feature um, in the game either. But uh, Dupont, I know you said he was a touch quiet, but geez, he looks on another level compared to any other nines in the world. When you when you saw him in the weekend, as far as this, everything's based off him, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is based off. And when I say quiet, it's quiet by his standard. You know what I mean? He's yeah. usually he's got making breaks, got setting tries up, scoring tries. You know, and he's not doing uh, four or five like exceptional things like that in the game. You think he's been quiet, but he's he's outstanding in, in terms of all those aspects. But I do think we forget Ireland are good, but it comes down a lot to that um, James Lowe try. And I don't know if many of the listeners have seen it. I thought it was very very dubious. <laughs> You know, uh, when, uh, when the world's when the world's biggest hot dog doesn't celebrate, you know it's not a try. It's just... <laughs> and uh, if you've seen his Instagram, like I know you have, he's been putting up yes. pictures of it as well. But none of them actually show, you know, it shows the foot of the air, but the ball is the air as well. None of them actually shows the time of the try, the try being scored. Oh, oh crikey! Um, yes. But yeah, that's what that's they were unlucky there. So so easily, that's what I mean. A, a one-score game, and we're still talking about how awesome Ireland were, but. Quite easily, if that didn't that didn't go their way, and the very last try, um, Gary Ringrose uh, scored a good try to win it, but um, that was a bit of sloppy defence, and they were probably trying to hold out, thinking they're chasing the game, um, and put those two together. They don't happen if that other try hadn't scored there at a different end of the pitch. Um, they're, they're playing to score points, not hold out. You know, you talk about Ireland being good, which they have been, but how about Scotland as well? They've been absolutely flying in the first few weeks. Oh, Scotland! Scotland been absolutely brilliant. They're playing a good brand of rugby too. Don't yeah. forget my took it all boys. Sean Maitland's still in the squad there. He's been called back <laughs> in. He hasn't featured. Hasn't featured yet. But um, yeah, no, they're, they're, they're very. Good. Finn Russell's been again been class yeah. for them. But they've got a great backline uh, in general. You know, um, the two South Africans on the wing. Um, they've been class, and uh, there's nicknaming Tupelo and Hugh Jones in the centre. Mm. They're, 
nicknamed them Huey Pelotu, I think, but they've been pretty damaging. So, uh, yeah, they're playing an outstanding game, um, game of rugby as well. It's actually been really good to watch. Yeah. Well, poor, again, it's poor old Gatlin won't be saying that, though, will he? No. <laughs> no. He's had a rough reintroduction. I tell you what, it just highlights the, I guess, the criminalness of this early draw of, of uh, World Cup rugby because I don't know if you realise, Bossy, but Scotland again teamed up with Ireland in pool play, but South Africa as well. If, geez, at the moment, three of the best teams going around in world rugby. Yeah, that that is exactly right. That early draw, eh? And if you look at it, all the other, none of the teams we're talking about <laughs> that are playing well at the moment are all on the other side of the draw. Mm. Um, you know, you're talking about your England, you're talking about your Wales, your, you know, your Australia, Australia and things like that. They're they're all on the same <laughs> on the same side of the draw, which is um, well, who else is fourth in there? And you know, that that could come through as a Pacific Island team, and that's where you know it's cool. You might get a, a bolter out of the, out of the Pacific Island Fiji. team into that playoff, but. Yeah, and and I and I do think they can get in there, but you really want, you know, you it's when you've got, geez, it must be. Uh, last I looked at it, it was four of the top five. It might be them and six of the top eight or something on that side of the draw, which is is a bit tough, you know. And what do you make? Just quickly, bossy. Oh. oh, sorry. I was going to say, Italy, Italy, bossy. Are they? Did they know the writings on the wall as far as they might get replaced by Georgia, and all of a sudden they're putting in their, probably their best Six Nations <laughs> for quite some time. Yeah, they're going class, aren't they? Now, they've actually gone really well at under-20s levels for the last couple yes. of years as well. So there has been some pretty good development of the younger guys coming through. Uh, and I know Kieran Kelly does a lot with their underage and right through the board there. And he always has. Um, but, yeah, and the young guys have got coming through. You've got Tommaso Allen. Um, he's been in there for a while now at 10. He's actually playing really good. Um, they've got a guy, Minicello, who's been there for a little bit now as well. Uh, on the wing, he's very strong, but the young fella, um, Capuso, and Capuso is playing really well at fullback. So they've got they've got their strong forwards, but they've got some young boys coming through. And yeah, you're right. It's sort of they all seem to be staying fit, which is the key for them. I don't think they'll threaten. I think. Uh, oh, actually, what pool are they in? I'm sorry, I'm trying to remember. They're in. Uh, are they in our pool? They are. The, yes, they, are. they are. Yeah. So they they are. They, yeah. So they. I don't think they'll they'll feature around the World Cup, but um, and yeah, they're getting close again. But they they. That game against England the weekend, England were terrible. You know what I mean. So um, uh, they still managed to win, but uh, it wasn't wasn't enjoyable to watch. Rebuilding phase, uh, they were in a rebuilding phase at the moment. Bossy, thank you so much for your time. Um, it's been fun, just like watching the first couple of weeks of Six Nations, and hopefully you enjoy the rest of your Valentine's Day. Stay safe. <laughs> oh, this is the highlight. All right, guys, appreciate it.